0: Chances are, if you're tuning into this lesson right now, you want to know how to be a better team member. But not just a better team member, you want to be an indispensable team member. An indispensable team member is someone who has both job security and a true zeal for what they do. They're seen as irreplaceable, indispensable, and indisposable. That's a really good feeling, wouldn't you say? I'm sharing my top tips for being this kind of team member, and be sure to stay tuned for the most important tip at the end of this lesson. Let's jump right in. When positioning yourself as an essential team member, here's what you need to work on. We're breaking it down into three major categories. The first one. Communicate effectively. Communication is what makes the world go round. The better the communication, the better the outcomes. Within this vein is an invaluable part of communication – rapport building. Make sure you're on good terms with not only your supervisor, but also your colleagues. Keep an open dialogue with them, be it in person, over email, or on Slack. Keep others abreast of progress, pain points and any developments. A good communicator is also someone who listens well. Be that person. When you give a lending ear, this won't go unnoticed. If you keep your head down and keep to yourself, you're not building rapport and you're not being a good listener to someone. When you work towards creating authentic work relationships built on a solid foundation, you've developed a strong connection with the person and they know that they can trust you because you made an effort to be there for them. Even if that means taking an extra 30 minutes a week to listen to them. When you're communicating, do so in as transparent and authentic a manner as possible. As Benjamin Franklin said, honesty is the best policy. Work smart. Working hard is one thing. That's table stakes these days. Everyone is working hard. What you need to be doing now is working smart. Go the extra mile with your tasks and your projects. Don't just stick to your narrow niche. Go beyond the scope to expand your role. Learn from others, not just on your own team, but on other teams, other departments even. If you're on the design team, befriend people in the marketing team and learn from them, or chat with your friends in the software development space. The point here is, Develop more interests and learn more. Develop a sense of curiosity. If it means volunteering for projects and signing up for tasks outside of your general job description, that's showing eagerness and ambition. When you pair that ambition with humility and willingness, you're setting yourself up to be an invaluable team member and employee. In this case, don't just go and mind your own business. Go out there and make more of yourself By learning more and being more. As Ralph Waldo Emerson so aptly put, make the most of yourself, for that is all there is of you. Foster the right attitude What's the right attitude? The right attitude is about being adaptable to not only roll with the punches and pull your own weight, but also about knowing that change is inevitable. The right attitude is about being open-minded that means open to new ideas and new ways of thinking and doing things. It's about being amenable to various ways of executing on objectives. Everyone has their own flair and we don't all do things the same way. Be open to alternatives. Expand your mind. The right attitude is someone who is positive most of the time. And I say most of the time because it's just unrealistic to be in a good mood or optimistic mindset 100% of the time. Try to vibe with your highest frequency most of the time because that affects our interpersonal communication and our output, both of which are important when working with teams. Now that we've covered these three major categories, it's time to reveal my number one strategy for being an invaluable team member. Are you ready for it? Write this one down. All right, here it is. Under-promise, over-deliver This is a gem of a strategy and a huge game changer for anyone who's tried this. What does it mean, under-promise but over-deliver? Simply put, it's about being selective about what you commit to. In other words, when you commit to something, you need to go all-in and you're in charge of a very important deliverable. You've got to follow through or else there will be ramifications. And so this is why it's important to only make the commitments that you can keep. This is why underpromising is so very powerful. You don't commit to something that you're only half sure that you have the bandwidth for. Instead, you make it clear that you are not I repeat, you're not committing to this task or producing that deliverable. And if you do happen to have the capacity for it, you execute on it and go above and beyond. This second part is what we mean by over-deliver. In synchrony, you can think of under-promise and over-deliver as a power couple. Because together, they're the ultimate powerhouse. This is what allows you to be careful of what you commit to and really think about it before you commit. And then when someone least expects it, you've executed on an important deliverable. So, there we have it. Strategies for helping you become an indispensable team member. Communicate as effectively as possible. Focus on working smart over just working hard. Adopt a team player attitude. And under-promise but over-deliver. Alrighty, Soarners, thank you so much for tuning into this lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a big thumbs up. Be sure that you're subscribed to the channel and don't forget to share this lesson and our channel with anyone who wants to improve their professional communication skills, social skills, and public speaking. And don't forget that we have a lot of other lessons, so check out our blog on exploring.co forward slash blog and you can find the full transcript of this lesson there. All right, I will see you in the next one where we're going to continue exploring together. Happy exploring, everyone!